Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To the people who look at the stars and wish, we welcome you to episode 54, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, of Fangirls and Fairy Tales Book Pod. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tiffany. (laughs) Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. 54 is a good chapter. (laughs) Love that chapter. I know, but it's a good reminder of what's coming. I did. Oh, what's coming? Reese and Pharaoh. No, <laughs> Tiffany. I said my I'm name. Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. <laughs> I'm Katie and I'm Kayla. <laughs> okay. This episode is sponsored by Claire Thompson. I'm sorry. But <laughs> thank also you. thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Claire. <laughs> thank you, Claire. Oh, thank you, Claire. <laughs> Today we will be discussing chapter 14 of A Court of Mist and Fury. We made it to part two, Woo! House of Wind. <sighs> Reminder that we will be pulling information from the entirety of Sarah J. Moss's Masses books. <laughs> Sorry. This includes the Akatar series, Crescent series, Crescent City series, and Throne of Glass series, though we will give spoiler warnings before talking about House of Flame and Shadow for a while since that just came out. So I also am not even entirely sure how much we're going to say at least today. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, I'm not exactly sure how much I actually remember. No, I remember. <laughs> That's but, what I thought too. But I just like want to be safe for people, at least for a couple episodes. So. Yeah. Um, but definitely if we do start talking about it, we will give you a warning um, to like fast forward. Fast forward. Yeah. Takes me back. All right. Rewind. Be kind. Rewind and be kind. Make sure you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with everybody you know. Mm-hmm. Because everybody, that's friends, what good family, citizens do. Colleagues. Acquaintances, random neighbors. people on the street. Just shout fangirls and fairy tales. Pets. Podcast. Book yeah, pod. Tell them all. Tell everyone. <laughs> but make sure they're grown people because we are explicit. And so this was for grown people only. Adults, as adults say. Adult. Philip. Follow us on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Fangirls and Fairy Tales. And if you'd like to support us on Patreon and have us uh, read your name and tell you we're sorry at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was just an interesting start. It was a very interesting start. That's a word for it. Uh, but you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash Fangirls and Fairy Tales book pod. 
supporting our podcast keeps us going. Truly, it does. Every little bit is exceptionally helpful. All of our patrons gain access to our exclusive Discord channel, which is a hot mess express in the best kind of way, as well as live recordings once a month. Additional perks are available to different tiers, such as exclusive bonus content, speculation hangouts every other month, access to close friends on Instagram, and more. We love our patrons. We truly do. And thank you so much for all your support. Send any questions, comments, concerns. Tell us you love us at fangirlsandfairytales at gmail.com. Welcome to my home, Resan said. Oh, it's such a good yes, Your baby. hand's already up. Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got scared. <laughs> yeah, I said I said I was clicking. I got scared. Katie! <laughs> <laughs> the anxiety! <laughs> Hand up. <laughs> Are we recording? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Chapter summary. Are you okay? She said, put your hands up. And I said, and you stay there. <laughs> and you stay there. <laughs> Sorry. Up, down, up. <laughs> okay. Resand brings Feyre to the townhouse. I love the description here. So I just wanted to like copy paste it because it just like gives... A super nice visual. And it like just reminds me of those ambiance videos that you can watch on uh, the tube of you. Yeah. Yeah. It says morning sunlight streamed through the windows lining the front of the townhouse. The ornately carved wood door before me was inset with fogged glass that peeked into a small antechamber and the actual front door beyond it shut and solid against whatever city lurked beyond. So Feyre thinks about the destruction that has to be outside not knowing that there is none at all. Um, and Rhysan explains that this is one of his two houses in the city. The other one is more for business, but this is for only him and his family. And he tells Feyre that Nuala and... How do you say... I say Saradwen. Is that wrong? That's how I say it. Caridwen? I think the audiobook said Caradwen. Caradwen? Okay. Mm. Nuala and Caradwen are here to help Feyre and... They're also just like familiar faces, which is nice mm-hmm. for her. Um, so Feyre's a little worried about how small the house is because she wouldn't really be able to escape Resand. <laughs> and little does she know, she won't want to soon. <laughs> um, but Feyre keeps thinking about how there are no cities left in the mortal territories. And... Like, because she was thinking, like, the only escape for me will be, like, outside in whatever the city is beyond the, that door. But it's a beautiful city awaiting her to explore it. Um, to so get mad at. To get mad at. Yeah. Oh, because it exists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we get to kind of meet Cassian and Azrael, but not really. We just, like, hear them through the door. Uh, Reese tells Feyre that only him and more can winnow in and out of this house. And this, he tells her this for a sense of safety. Um, he tells her that Valeris has not been breached in 5,000 years. No one with ill intent enters this city unless he allows it. Hmm. So she's able to go where she wishes, do what she wishes, and see who she wishes. Instilling like safety and independence for her, which is everything that she did not feel in the spring court. And he also tells her that she doesn't have to meet the two bastards at the door, but it's up to her. And she, Feyre also notes that Reese looks much younger right now, especially compared to like when she woke up because he was like still seething with anger. Um, 
And she herself is still like drowning in heaviness from her decision to not go back to the spring court. She tells Reese to just come and get her when they're gone. because She's not really feeling up to meeting them right now. And she. Oh, also, Amron shows up outside as well. But again, we don't actually meet her or even like know her name right now. But she is the one who's out there with Cassian and Azriel. And Feyre follows Caradwin and Noala to a room. And the room is, again, like, I just, I love these descriptors. And I don't know what it is, but, like, this was, like, one of the first times I actually visualized it in my head while I read it. Like, sometimes I'll just, like, take in the words and I don't necessarily, like, create a picture in my head all the time. Do you Mm -hmm. ever do that when you're reading? When I'm going fast, yeah. Yeah. So, like, this time I was, like, I just really wanted to, like, slow down. And I, like, actually built the room in my mind. And I was, like, it's so cozy. Mm. The room is rich wood and soft white with touches of sage, which honestly might be one of my, like, all-time favorite color combinations. White sage sage. is a good color. Yeah, or, like, like dark wood and green and white. Um, It's very, um... With some gold in there would be Cabin-y, cozy. Like, I live for the day that I can have a green and gold-accented kitchen. Mm. (laughs) Like, that's all I want. Like, green tile with gold accents. Mm. 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 Um... Where was I? Touches of sage. So the bed was massive and plush, adorned in quilts and duvets of cream and ivory. And Feyre asks them who those people are, and they inform her that they're Rhysand's inner circle. She tries to get it out of them how, like, the city hasn't been breached in so long, but they tell her that that's Rhysand's story to tell. Mm. Oh, also, her pajamas are also, like, ivory with, like, lace touches. And I'm just, like... That's so cute. You just, like, first of all, like, yeah, you look so cute. Second, like, cozy. And third, I want to be in that bed. Shut up, Tiffany. (laughs) I can't look at Kayla. (laughs) She's, like, that's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) I was really picturing it, okay? Yeah, I know. I understand. So cute. That's what I was doing. It makes me feel, like... I love how immediately you know she's comfortable because of the clothes she's wearing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Totally. And also, like, that's this isn't even the first time of, like, that happening, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. you, I think back to, like, every like when she came and visited. Yeah. Like, she that felt also good. felt comfy. Yeah. Yep. And, sh- and every time she's visited. talked about <laughs> clothes in the spring court, they were never what she wanted. No, they were frilly and stuffy shit. i can say that on this podcast and dresses favors not a dress girl no yeah. tunic no. and pants so uh nuala and caridwin go to close the curtains and Farah just like can't handle that she's like no please keep them open and just because it reminds her of like the suffocating like closedness of the spring court yeah i love her last thought though it says Maybe Amarantha had one after all, and some strange new part of me wondered if my never returning might be a fitting punishment for him Mm. for what he had done to me. Sleep claimed me swift and brutal and deep. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. This new part of me. Sleep. I love that. Uh, We're finally in Valerius. I'm so excited. (sighs) Me too. Oh my God. Uh, it makes me sad that Feyre assumes the worst the second they get there, like thinking that the city's in ruins and like she can't even handle seeing it or seeing the people that are most likely upset and, you know, everything that she's seen within 
the outskirts of the spring court, you know, like High Lord main hub. Um, also, we get our first glimpses of the inner circle. I think that's super cool. And I love the description of Reese when he's talking about them. Like, there's light in his eyes. He seems younger. He seems more mur- more, more myrtle. More mortal. Uh, Mag brought this up in her summary. Obviously, because it summarizes the whole chapter. But I love that Reese makes sure she knows she is very safe and free. Like She can do what she wants. She doesn't have to stay in the house. She can go anywhere she wants in the city. Like, no one knows it exists. She's shielded. It's warded and warded some more. Only him and more can winnow in there. Um, I just, I love how he knows that's important. Instead of just being like, well, I know what's best for you. So, you know, stay in this room or whatever. Um, I don't know if there's actually anything behind this, but the line where she's talking about she doesn't want to meet the inner circle right now. She doesn't have the mental capacity for that. So she's going upstairs and she says that she could almost kiss uh, Nuella. Did I say that right? And sure. Nuella Car- and Caradwen because they were like ushering her along and like they, sh- they knew that she didn't want to see anybody. And then she even mentions like, I might've even kissed Reese for waiting until the- I was upstairs before they opened the front door. And I was like, Hmm. Really? You're thinking about kissing him. All right. Mm, ooh, <laughs> All right. La, la. Is it because we're on episode 54? <laughs> she knew. <laughs> Phil's into it. Oh, my God. Um, and lastly, Farrah not being able to stand the curtains closing is so sad. sad. But I kind of like the comparison because Reese is darkness. And yeah. she, she, become, she comes to embrace that. So, like... Phil, oh, come not, on. <laughs> not all darkness is bad, and she comes to love it. Phil's really excited about it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, now you're gonna go all quiet because the mic's in front of your face. <laughs> He's booping it. <laughs> Philly, what do you got to say about Reese and Fera? Make up, Philly. <laughs> Philly, speak. Oh, oh nice! High five! Oh, he high fived the mic. That was so cute. He fived the mic. Okay, okay, all done. Um, so one thing I wanted to point out was kind of how Reese knows that that Farah is like so on edge, so anxious about so many different things, and rightfully so. And the way that he, like, explains her being there, how, like, no one but Moore and him are able to winnow. It's warded, shielded, and warded some more. And those only that he wishes or she wishes to come in may enter. You're safe. You're safe anywhere in the city. Um, And the walls are protected and haven't been breached for 5,000 years. Like... I love all his reassurances. Yeah, he just like hits everything to like, well, what if this? What if this? What if this? Like he, he knows, automatically does. He like knows what she needs to hear. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I like because that. But he cares about her. That's also partially probably because he's been in her head. Yeah. For a while, too. So he like just. But he doesn't kind of have does know. to say those things, though, too. No. You know what <clears throat> I mean? Like, I feel like anybody could kind of glean that. 
from someone, like if they knew the other person well enough. Yeah. Um, and he knows obviously like all the things that she cannot stand. So he's just like reassuring her, which I enjoy. And I like the fact that there's like a light in his eyes. He looks younger, more mortal, which is an interesting thought, but it kind of makes sense because that's what she relates to most and what feels most comfortable for her. So using that word kind of makes sense. More mortal to her means I'm feeling more comfortable with you and easygoing with you. Yeah, and I think like... (coughs) I think all the Faye that she met, she's really met so far, Mm -hmm. have been like in fear and like in the middle of trauma and like especially him before. Like he was he always he was wearing his mask constantly and this is really one of the first times she's seeing him like in his home with his friends and family Mm -hmm. and he's not wearing his mask and so he's just him and so i feel like to her it's like the more human more like like i can relate to you more emotionally you know what i mean yeah i was picturing Mm -hmm. a literal mask until i understood what you were saying (laughs) no he's not (laughs) tamlin Um, I also just want to say about like him seeming more mortal or like happy. I think too, it's just like such a stark difference between the way that Tamlin runs his court versus the way that Rhysand runs his court. Mm-hmm. And it's so evident so quick to Feyre. Like, I mean, right, you know. In this chapter, she asks Noala and Caridwin, like, is it, I'd never, you know, I never would have thought that a High Lord would be so casual. And they're like, well, they're usually not. Because Tamlin has a stick up his ass. For sure. But like, even like compared to the other High Lords, like Reese is just different. Yeah. And I think that like the fact, I just, I love the fact that he lives in a townhouse. Like it's so uh, like grounding in a way mm-hmm. like he's a high lord and he li- i mean sure yeah i could he live has in like other a places. castle or a manor you know right whatever. like he could live full time in the house of wind if he wanted yeah. or you know wherever but i mean eventually he does get a massive palace but you know what i mean but like i just think also like the comparison of like what she just came from in the spring court to this being much more like modest per se and like casual mm-hmm. is just like a totally it's like less stuffy feeling yeah. so like of course they're gonna feel more um like personable or and happy because it's just and he calls his inner circle his family right so yeah. like mm-hmm. it's just that they're just that tight-knit yeah and she's just not used to that obviously because mm-hmm. you can tell even when like like, obviously, Lucian is very close to Tamlin, but their relationship a lot of the time is very business. Yeah, it's Lord and Emissary rather than friends and yes. or brothers. And, like, it is, like, stated specific. Like, there, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Anytime Lucian tries to talk to him like a friend, Tamlin gets all shitty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, takes his High Lord stance. Yeah. She's going to have to do some freaking magic to get me back on that train. No. Tamlin? Yeah. No, Tamlin I don't train. think we're getting a redemption arc for him. Mm. I don't want him to have one, kind of. I don't think Sarah J. Mass wants him to either. I don't either. Yeah. him. I mean... She called him a douche. He is a douche. 
Could you imagine having to do a whole press tour and pretend that you like him? Ew, no. It's a lot. Damn one Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. I see it. Oh. (laughs) Oh, we're going to have to unpack that later. (laughs) But yes, I too see it. (laughs) I got to tell you, I was rooting for that because it felt nice until he threw his helmet and shoved him. Yeah. And I was over it. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not sorry. It was real gross. Yeah, it was icky for me. And I don't care if we said sorry and everything feels fine. Nope. I mean, he did, like, punch a teammate at camp this summer. Did he really? Yeah. Ew. uh, He's been throwing fits all year. Yeah. Nah. A different conversation for a different day. Sorry. Don't be. It makes sense to me now. Okay. I do enjoy Nuala and Caridwin not telling a story that's not theirs to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because that just shows trustworthiness in them. Um, and I, I, I love the saying, like, that's not my story to tell. Mm-hmm. Because we shouldn't be telling other people's stories and people should have the opportunity to say their own stories in their own way. And, you know, you won't get the wrong story or details incorrect. And it's just not the time and place. And it's not for them. So, yeah. I do want to note that she is noticing the everyday things. Crackling fire. Mm -hmm. Birds chirping. Um... In the garden's potted evergreens. She notes how the birds chirping is different, though, too. Because, like, she... Doesn't she also say something about how, like, she doesn't think she could hear the way that the birds chirp in the spring court ever again? So different from the spring sweet melodies I was used to that I might never or be able to endure again. Yeah. What month is it right now? Is it summertime? Uh, Well, what's chapter 15 say? I thought it was colder. But is that just because they're further north? It could be. I don't know. Either way, I don't think it's spring, which would also explain because different birds are like more active and more vocal at different times of year, too. I feel like it has to be summer. I think so. Well, maybe she's just wearing sweaters because she's wearing sweaters. I mean, I would assume Warmer brown pants. My usual flimsy attire had been placed by thicker, warmer brown pants and a pretty cream sweater. Gloves. Where does it fall? Coat. Well, it ain't summer. Mm, yeah, she's. it's colder. Wait, did her birthday just happen? No. I don't know. Any hoosies. That's my piece. I'm just so excited that we're finally here with the inner circle. Like, yeah. this is where the magic starts happening now. Mm-hmm. And we're done with that douchebag for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all. No. Um, <laughs> Those are my notes. <laughs> On page. In your hymnal. 137 in my hymnal. <laughs> um, Wait. Okay. Acomath timeline is December slash January to May. So we're either. We must be like in late winter. winter. Yeah late winter the grossest of winter yeah true 
but maybe not in Valerius. <laughs> Meg, I feel like we would feel there like we did in Scotland, where we're like, it's cold, but we don't care. <laughs> You're right. I guess you guys both already sort of said this, but the part where he's like, secondly, in regard to the two bastards at my door, it's up to you whether you want to meet them now or head upstairs, like a wise person, not blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then change into city-appropriate clothing while I beat the hell out of one of them for talking to his high lord like that. Oh, my God. And the there was such light in his eyes and made him look younger. Like that whole part like that. It's the fact that it's just like, he's with his family. He has that light in his eyes while he's talking about his brother that he's going to beat the shit out of. And like, he didn't get to do that for 50 years. You know, it's just like, Oh, it just, yeah, it just gets me. I wrote Reese baby. Baby. Um, okay. What's a blue tab? That was because I didn't want you to read it ahead of time. I didn't want anyone to see my note. So I put it for myself. I have a blue tab in my book where I wanted to read. So secretive. Okay. So this is when he's first taking her to the house. Okay. Right. And he's like, but Moore and I are able to winnow directly inside this house. It is warded, shielded, and then warded some more. Only those I wish and italicized you wish. I noticed that it's because he already she's his mate. So she's already bonded to him. So only Reese and more and Feyre. And he literally tells this to her. Only people that and you and it's italicized wish can get like can get in there. That's oh my God. so that's a cool I I noticed the you and I was like, hmm, that's it was the italicized yeah. part of it mm. that I was like, oh, wait a minute. He's literally saying like. Because you're my mate. Telling her, yeah. Because it's the same thing as like after she gets married, then after they get married, and Fair also has his magic in her, so that might be part of it. But (laughs) she is able to go to the prison without him, even though it's tied to the High Lord of the Night Court, because she's High Lady. But like that's magic. It's the mate bond. And that's why he's telling her that. Anyway, I thought that was so cool. cool. And that he literally just said it to her and she doesn't even like notice it. Um, Page 138 in my hymnal. So, you know, all all the people show up early to the townhouse and Reese says, well, Reese says, why is everyone here so early? I thought we were meeting tonight at the house because they're all at the townhouse right now, but they're supposed to be meeting at the house of wind. And I just thought it was like, it's just cute that they're all like, they felt that he was back. Azrael says that they could sense that he was back. And I just think it's so cute that they're just like so happy he's home. And like, it's only been a few months. And they just like want to be with him. They just want to be where he is. They know that she's there. Can we meet the girl you like? Can we yeah. Meet the girl like, you like? It's, yeah. It's <laughs> like, it's just so sweet that they're just like so desperate to hang out with him. And yeah. I just love it. I just yeah. love it. I said they missed him. Oh, I do love that. I love that they're like a true, you know, chosen family. Yes. Um, and then Megan already read it, but the last line where she says, sleep claimed me swift and brutal and deep. I said, like, after the whole chapter, after reading all of what we just discussed, like her feeling safe and feeling more comfortable and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I would like I was thinking about how when you go through something really traumatic and like really anxiety inducing and really stressful, like the event, a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people like 
are just like vibrating with that feeling and can't like fully process it for a while after until they finally feel safe. And then once you feel safe, you can it, like that deep sleep that you can finally get into if you haven't been able to sleep for days because you've been like, you know, and I, yeah. and I was just like, this is like the sleep, the big deep sleep that you fall into after a traumatic event when you finally feel safe. And it just says so much about everything because mm-hmm. she woke up that morning and decided she wasn't going back to the spring court. And that plays heavily into how she's feeling now because she's made the decision to keep herself safe. Yeah. And like the feeling of safety that she must have felt to come to that conclusion that quickly, really. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, it's still like a massive decision and like she's had to sit with it all day too. And like that is probably anxious mm-hmm. to be like, oh my God, I made that decision. Oh my God, I made that decision. And then mm-hmm. finally be able to like relax once she feels safe. Um, the only other thing that nobody else really touched on that I put is I liked her little mention of Elaine in this chapter. Um, it's She had put, I just copy pasted this from the book. It says, there were no cities left in our mortal territory, though some had sprung up on the main continent, full of art and learning and trade. Elaine had once wanted to go with me. I didn't suppose I'd ever get that chance now. Mm. But she does because Elaine ends up coming to live in Valeris and Valeris has all of that too. Oh, Elaine. And you could really see in Silver Flames how much Elaine has like connected with Feyre and I feel like they definitely have been able to go out and enjoy all of those things together because like she's really bonded with Feyre since Nesta's going through her stuff. Um, and isn't there to like be with her. Um, but I'm just like glad that she has this moment at this moment in time in Mist and Fury. And we know in the future that she does in fact get to have those moments with Elaine in the future. So, yeah, I wonder what that was like. I wonder if we'll ever get like a POV, a POV from of, like during Silver Flame time. That of, would be cool. And either of them. Yeah. You know, that would be neat. I would like that. Even if it's like a little novella. Yeah. Does anybody have any other final chapter thoughts? No. I'm really glad you pointed that out. That's like sick. Little legs. Little Easter eggies. Katie has a pile of fill toys. (laughs) She does. After we're done like recording, I'm going to need to not be touched by this dog for a while. (laughs) He's just on me. Overwhelming. (laughs) He loves you. I love him too. I'm trying to play without... Making, making it too loud and it's impossible. Um, okay, mirror musings. Yep. Yeah. Mirror, mirror on the wall. What musings shall you share with us all? Will we see evil Elaine in the next Agatar book? Yes or no? No. Hmm. No. I think that the answer is officially going to be no, but I do think it would be a really cool story to see. I say no. I'll say no as well, which is you guys have changed my thoughts on that. I think she's going to series surprise me and I need her to desperately. Yeah. Um, Cause right now I want to like kick her in the crotch. I think, I think <laughs> go ahead. I think that I can see her being like, I think she's going to have a comeback in that. Like some people 
are going to think that like like oh wow who is this you know like she's underestimated yes they've been underestimating her mm-hmm. and i think she's just been performing what everyone expected and needed her to perform for so long she does there's all these parts of herself she hasn't even tried accessing that's all of the <laughs> sisters yes truly they've all been performing like, the role that they were it's like almost yeah. like their ordeal mm-hmm. like one's elaine's turn yeah you know mm-hmm. yeah and like SJM likes to write happy endings, yes. so mm-hmm. I can't see her going that heart-wrenching, because it would be heart-wrenching for Feyre and Nesta to see Elaine be evil. I, yeah, I just don't think that she is. I think she's genuinely sweet and caring, and also, yeah. I, I don't want that to change about her. I don't want her to become, like, hard. like Nesta, yeah. or, like, hard. Yeah. I, 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 like, I think it would be a more beautiful story if... It's her softness and her yes, like you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's all of it's her nurturing nature. It's it's those things that people start to value as the strength in her. Yeah, and that she starts to value in herself to a point that she starts like being stronger. Yeah, I agree. But I think I just don't. I just yeah. I just don't see Sarah doing an evil Elaine, and I don't think there's anything in the in the text that suggests that. That's just like one of those theories that so many people have like clung to. Yeah. What I do think that we'll get with Elaine is potentially the storyline of a rejected mating. Yeah, we might get that. That I do think that we will get. If Mm. SJM likes happy endings so much, where's where's Lucian's? I don't know. And I don't think it needs to be with her. No. He needs somebody that loves him. Yeah. You know? And but what if it's a forced proximity kind of I enemies to lovers? I'll take yeah. it. I'll take that too. I love me some enemies to lovers. Mm-hmm. And if we get like oh shit, what if we get Elaine's book and it backdates to POV during Silver Flames and leads up to post? Yeah, that, could be that cool. would be sick. Because I want to know what's up. Same. Did you see how, like, last time before they announced Silver Flames, Bloomsbury promoted the Akatar series on their Twitter. And then, like, five or six days later, they announced Silver Flames. Well, they just promoted the Akatar series on their Twitter again, like, two days ago. Who did? Bloomsbury. So how long do we have to the next drop? Today. Tomorrow. I don't know. I, I think it was. I think it was like a, a week later, they announced it. So I don't know. I'm curious. I was hoping at least by like April time, we to would get, get an, announcement. an announcement. Yeah, and I told my friend today that I will be feral. She's she's texting me right now about I'm it. I'm gonna be giving me much life. more feral about the next Akatar book than I was about CC3. A hundred thousand percent. And I was excited. And I for love CC3. Crescent City. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um for our Discord people listening right now, well and, and everybody else for that matter, my work bestie saw me have Mist and Fury. She's like, I've heard a lot about these. Not heard a lot, like doesn't know stuff, but like people like them, right? About these books. So I have Mist and Fury on my desk. And I was like please go now and buy a box set. So she went to books a million, bought a box set. I said, get that. 
get your little tabbies. She's she said world building is overwhelming for her, her. And I was like, you could color code them and create your own little chart. Like this is this color is people. This color is places, blah, blah, blah. And she's texting me about um, thorns and roses right now. I I'm just, excited I for just, this journey. I want to read something because I think she she said that she would be on the pod after each book to like say thoughts, feelings and like predictions. Yeah, that'd be so fun. She says, quote, and this is my friend Savannah. So you're telling me it took her almost being murdered for her dad to be like, you're too good for us. And her sisters didn't say a thing. Her family sucks. Good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> And she texted earlier about Nesta. She said, Nesta can literally suck it. Okay, like, girl, don't eat then. <laughs> oh, man. Oh All Any of us, except Kayla, were there. Okay? Yeah. Kay- we're all there. Kayla's I better at this than point, us. I was also there. <laughs> all right. We'll let you. All right. So no evil Elaine in our opinion. If you have a differing opinion... Let us know. Yeah, for sure. Message us. Give us your reasoning. I love to hear people reasoning behind theories so I can be like, I forgot about that. You're right. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Anyways, you email us, message us. And maybe yeah. I'll make this a little poll on Spotify. If you listen on Spotify, you can put polls. Maybe I'll have. Oh, the yeah. Mirror musings be the poll. That's fun. I like it. All right. You can find your hosts, Megan and Katie, are on Instagram and TikTok. At the Petrus family. Me, Tiffany, I am on Instagram and TikTok. Not anymore, TikTok. But Tipswish underscore flick. I needed a break. I scrolled too much. And Kayla is on Instagram and TikTok at sincerely Kayla Don. Thank you for listening and thank you all for so much support. We love it. We appreciate you. Take care and remember only you can decide what breaks you. Yeah, I'm still hyper fixating on sourdough, so you know. Yeah, We're having bread for dessert. <laughs> <laughs>